Hi, Bala Brigade. Here's what's bothering me today. Shireen Abu Akleh was a Palestinian-American journalist working for Al Jazeera. And on May 11th, she was shot. They aren't entirely sure who it was who ended up shooting her, but survey says it's very likely to have been the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. So we're going to talk about not only that, but also the horrific thing that happened during her funeral and why it's absolutely horrifying and unconscionable. So for starters, a little bit of backstory. Shireen Abu Akleh was a journalist working at Al Jazeera for 25 years. She covered a range of topics. She often hosted segments, gave her own sign-offs, and encouraged many Palestinians to become journalists themselves in order to document what's happening not only in their home countries, but also around the world and the Middle East in general. So all in all, pretty, you know, successful and upstanding member of the community and wanting, you know, to improve the conditions for her people. But then, unfortunately, while covering one of these protests and while marked in that, you know, press labeled flak jacket that you saw in the previous picture, she was shot and killed, allegedly by Israeli snipers. And another journalist was also injured, but they survived their injuries. And apparently people who tried to retrieve her body were unable to do so because the snipers kept firing at them. And so that is, you know, the second horrifying thing in this unfortunate series of events. The first was her being killed despite clearly wearing a jacket that says she is press. Then in the wake of that, you know, she's prevented from having her body rescued. So that's crime number two. Unfortunately, we're going to have to keep track of all the crimes that happened here. Crime number three was what an Israeli defense minister said in response to the shooting. Kochav described Abu Akleh as filming and working for a media outlet amidst armed Palestinians. They're armed with cameras, if you'll permit me to say so. That's probably why people in the IDF say, oh, see, they're shooting at us because they're shooting at them with cameras. They're taking pictures of the war crimes that are being committed. Also, real quick, pay attention to the paragraph right below that statement. In footage seen by the Times of Israel, the journalists can be seen more or less on their own with no armed Palestinians nearby. According to witnesses, Abu Akleh's team was outside the refuge camp, well away from the scenes of the clashes. Israel lies about its war crimes against Palestinians? I am shocked. Shocked, I tell you. So that right there, you could argue, is crime number four. So after, you know, him saying, oh, there are cameras... Then, you know, providing, you know, justification for the unjustifiable or what should be unjustifiable. Then they basically lied to try and spin a narrative of, no, see, well, you know, you shouldn't have been in that dangerous area. And then the Times of Israel says, based on what we've seen, not actually the case. Unfortunately, it gets worse. So because this happened as part of an IDF operation, because they refused to recognize Palestinian authority, the IDF was the one conducting the investigation. This is like asking the CIA to investigate itself, and surprise, surprise, they found that there was no wrongdoing. So they decided to take the bullet in for analysis, and the results are about what everyone expected them to say. According to the Jerusalem Post, the IDF found in the next stage of its investigation into the bullet that killed Palestinian Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was inconclusive as to which side shot the bullet. For the record, I had seen and heard someone else saying that apparently the caliber of the bullet fundamentally matches an Israeli-made weapon, so 
take that for what it's worth, but also with a grain of salt. So we have her being shot and killed and then people unable to retrieve her body because they are still under fire, even though she was marked as press. And then we have a defense minister of some kind actually lying and the Times of Israel basically saying, yeah, that's not what actually happened. And then we also have the IDF's own investigation saying it's inconclusive, right? So all these terrible aspects come together into what unfolded just a little while ago. So in the wake of her autopsy and everything, it's time to begin the funeral procession. Now apparently, Israel bans the singing and chanting of nationalist songs for Palestinians, as well as banning the waving of the Palestinian flag. And so as this funeral procession was on its way uh, to both a church and a cemetery, because Shireen was Christian, by the way, the following scene unfolded between Israeli security forces and the funeral procession. The footage has been slowed down, but you can clearly see while these people are just trying to keep the coffin upright, they are being hit incredibly hard and with a lot of force being kicked to the ground and kicked at by Israeli riot police, all while they are just trying to get Shireen to her final resting place. But the assault by the Israelis is so vicious and consistent that the coffin begins to tumble and it nearly hits the ground. Thankfully, some others, including one man in particular, decide to quickly rush over to try and lift it up. That's kind of just an unconscionable act by the Israeli forces. No matter how you slice it, every single thing that happened from Shireen's death to her funeral procession is crime after crime and injustice after injustice. This is why people say Israel is an apartheid state. You should look at this and see absolutely with 100% clarity that Israel is the villain in this situation. Not to get into the whole issue of you know Israel-Palestine because no one's got the time for that and I'm not personally equipped for all that. There are way better actual experts and community members who can talk about that. But based on this situation out of countless others it should be so clear that israel is like a cartoon villain at this point oh no you can't sing songs you can't wave your flags you can't have a peaceful funeral procession after we you know maybe more than likely probably just killed this person who was marked as press and you know that for me anyway is kind of what's showing to be the whole moniker of the Middle East's only democracy to be really anything but once you scratch at the surface a little bit. Look at that coffin. Look at the story and the evidence as it's laid out and tell me that Israel isn't behaving like some cartoon villain from a 90s cartoon. Even in death, they could not let Shireen rest in peace. What happened to Shireen Abu Akleh is beyond unconscionable. It is deeply horrifying and a grim sign of the totalitarian nature of Israel's apartheid state and its treatment of Palestinians, whom, 
you know, by the way, in Shireen's case, also include Christians. This isn't just a Muslims versus Jews thing. This is fundamentally a struggle of oppression and apartheid. And the fact that more people aren't aware of this and still haven't clued into this. And even though we are surrounded with all this testimony and all this evidence, and yet people would still somehow find a way to be on the side of the oppressor here. The side of the Israelis hitting people, trying to peacefully carry a coffin to its final resting place, carrying the body of a journalist whom the oppressors shot. And the fact that people would identify with those oppressors is absolutely what's bothering me today.